good? Are we recording? We are recording into an ER301 this time. That's very exciting. We've talked about the 301 at length in the past. Yeah. Now we're seeing it in action. It's recording right to a mini SD card or micro or whatever the hell. Looks like it's doing a good job. We only have six hours and 11 minutes of time, so we got to be quick. So, when was our last time we recorded? Was January? Did we do one this year? We put something out in January, but I think the recording was... Oh, it might have been in January. I don't either. Time is an illusion. Yeah. It's a flat circle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you watch. I, watch I just it. did, so it's yeah, like yeah. fresh in my brain. <laughs> so good. Um, I think it was following... Um, shit, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. It was our Sweet 16 episode. That's all I remember. Yeah, yeah. I, I can look it up. If only we had a device connected to the World Wide Web. Yeah, those are hard to Information superhighway. I see you've gone back to the quad LFO on your ornament and crime. Yep. Yeah. I was super into um, sequins after you got me into it just mm-hmm. in that one day. And then uh, this guy upset it. And also I had to take my MFB dual LFO out, which I'm still... I didn't want to take it out. That's a bummer. Um, yeah. So this is one. doing LFO duty right now because I can't give up the ONC. Right. I had a question about that. Yeah. Does Ornaments of Crime, like basic firmware, does it include first generator? Because I it's, saw that the Temps Util does. Yeah, the Temps yeah. Utils does. Well, which is different hardware. Yeah. So you can't run that. Yeah, on okay. Those. Gotcha. It just says it could. I was oh. thinking about getting one of those. I've always wanted to get one. It looks like a nice clocking and weird like, yeah. gate trigger device for but, sure. But like, there's no demos out there, you know. And I'm like curious uh, how it works. Like, it looks great on paper, but mm-hmm. I'd like to see like every mode in detail, how it can be modulated, and how effective it is. Because burst generation is a little weird. Yep. A, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. It gets a little wonky there, and I want it to be tight. If it's sloppy, I have no need for it. But How's that two HP burst? I saw you just got that. It's for the price and size, it, it's a nice utility, but it's a little sloppy as well. Uh, so when you're saying sloppy, what precisely do you mean by that? Like I want to dial in specific, you know, intervals with mm-hmm. the bursts and modulate mm-hmm. it very tightly. And it's got to be, you know, tight with the rest of the beat. And yeah, yeah. sometimes yeah. it feels like it kind of, it's a little drifty. Like it's not mm-hmm. locked in as tight as it could be. And, and that's the problem with like, gate generation like it it can't go forward in time you know what i mean so like it's going to be a little offset i figured temps util you know it's all digital might be really close to what i'm looking for i Um, would also check out hemispheres um mm -hmm. because that has a ton of stuff i didn't know um with hemispheres on this you can turn this into a quad midi to cv converter because somebody was asking like they wanted to do something poly and someone was like oh just run this on your ornament or crime and i didn't like there's a lot of stuff in hemispheres that i didn't know about so it might have some clocking thing. I know they have logic in there, ah, some type of sequence thing. I need to give that a, uh, a a more proper look. The only problem though is I'm I use the default firmware mm-hmm. all the time. So the only time I can see myself using Hemispheres is if I got another ornament in crime. Exactly. I don't want to give what I have up. It's in every patch. Yep. It's either this the quad um, sequence or the acid curls. I've been using a lot of. Mm. 
Yeah, in the sequence, I thought the editing, I was like, I don't want to put in a sequence with those two knobs, but it's so easy. Mm-hmm. It's actually like really fast. It's just as good as almost any other sequencer. Yeah. And it does crazy stuff because you can have the two sequences kind of affect each other. Yeah. And that's when it gets kind of bananas. And they have their own independent either clock or yeah. gate. So then you can get this we- like weird shit between the two of them as they're affecting one another. And they're like not necessarily in time or like the way that they're affecting each other is not in time. It's, yeah, it's. I'm glad I finally gave that a shot. Speaking of sequencers, I could yeah. kick it off with bad boy in front of me here. 512 vector sequencer, which I got yesterday in the mail. Um, much like um, the sequence, it has its own kind of independent clocking, so you can have different multipliers for each track, which is amazing. Um, it's not just division. Not just division. You can Ooh. have division and multiplication. The best thing... I like that. These two mod inputs right here, you can CV start position on a sequence. You can CV the length of a sequence. You can CV the multiplier. You can CV the rate that things start happening. Like, I don't even know all the things you can CV in here yet because I'm just like one day in. (laughs) It was kind of the key thing that sold me over. I was like, oh, I want something where I can CV, you know, the sequence because nothing I have really does that. Mm -hmm. Mimetic Digitalis does it to a degree, and that's a nice thing. But this kind of blows it way out. Um, you can, I think, even CV like the groove of the steps and like the micro positioning and stuff, which Electron has never done that. Mm-hmm. It's always been, I've always wanted that feature. That's why I like the Audio Damage Sequencer 1 for so long, because it had yeah. the CV outs that you could route back into itself and CV certain, you know, functions. Love the, the you know, that whole feature set of it. So other than that, it wasn't like a great sequencer, but I really yeah. dug that element of it. I don't have the expander that comes with it. The expander is like 14 HP or something like that. And it's DIN, MIDI, in and out. Um, another set, because this is actually... Does it give you more CV in? 8 inch or the TT or TRS MIDI out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it gives you more trigger ins, more CV ins. You get nice. like 12 trigger ins and outs. And the cool thing is each one is an in or an out, um, depending upon how you have it configured. And those can affect other sequences. They can step through other sequences. Um, basically, everything with this, you've got to clock it from either USB or the run clock reset CV inputs. So the um, expander is the only way you get a MIDI input, which I kind of I thought these MIDI outs were also inputs, but they're not, um, which is fine. One of the cons, like I love this thing. I'm super invested in it. I know he's going to nail it, but right now I've run into like three straight up firmware crashes where it's like boom Mm. error message on the top of the screen he's aware of some of them already um he seems super responsive on the board um but there's certain stuff like if you're going to no part here this is where you like mute and unmute stuff sorry listeners you can't really see this that would be pretty cool um but if you hold down mute it'll mute it and unmute the part but if like a gate is on or off sometimes it'll get stuck and i've run into stuff where it's like oh this is just like nothing's playing like right right play anything i thought it was broken it's just like a known bug right now um so i have a midi box too and a pyramid um this doesn't invalidate any other sequencer i have um i still think the pyramid is kind of like my top of the heap but the cool thing about this and the way it compares to the midi box is you have all these like presets up at the top that take you to the stuff that were kind of deeper in layers on the midi box like you've got pitch you can select your pitches you can hit shift and it moves it up by an octave all that shit you would expect gate and groove so you can change the gate time or tie them or go that into this other like, menu yeah move the steps back and forth which is just right there that's like a whole set of steps on other sequencers velocity you just get like 
velocity curves, um, CCs for everything. It sends MIDI and CV in and out. You've got three sets of pitch, gate, and velocity. Um, and that's cool because you can just use this as another modulator, kind of. Um, this is the weird one. So length and repeat. So this is step length, right? Which is different than gate length. But if you make this to a two, your sequence is now 17 steps long. It's going to chill on this for two steps, mm -hmm. which Ooh. is weird. Like, I still don't even know how I would use that in a piece of music yet. That's the way, like, Metropolis is. Where, like, oh. you're adjusting the length of each step. Not gate length, but, like, step repeat. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you could do some weird, like, uh, what, shit, what was it? I forget what the Metropolis was based off of, but oh, the, the old Roland. The Roland one. Yeah. Like so yeah, I guess you could get some type of like weird stuff like that. But I've never I've never had a sequence that does this, so I'm like, I it's need to tricky. wrap my head around. Yeah. Can you CV that parameter? I think so. Um still learning. It's actually like you can learn the basic functionality of the sequencer in like an hour. Um it's pretty easy. You're like, oh hit chance, what's that do? Oh, you can set chance for all of these different layers here and mm -hmm. pick the type of thing and say like I want to set ratchet or ratchet percentage mm -hmm. on each step um, oh modulation I think this is where it's at you got sub sequences so each variable <laughs> step sequence which goes up to 64 steps you get an 8 step fixed sequence that's always just running alongside of it at whatever rate what? you want to pick so wait, how do you yeah. how do you specify what is it just repeating the same step or like what do you yeah you can have it you can modulate this i believe and say modulation external oh here it is i want to target gate length um start position ratchet amounts <laughs> probability amount start point length direction of the sequence it's fucking nuts and then the amount for each one of these that's beautiful yeah it's got like, like Here's where you set it like, looks the like length. candy. It does. <laughs> That's a nice thing. They're you know it's um black and white LED LCD screen like we were saying. It's the same as the ER three hundred one, but just not the colored lens on top. I, I love how the modes that I'm watching you shift through are color coded. Yeah, yeah. Because, because I set. I do that a lot with gear. I color code shit. You know what I mean? That way you I can, can just... set for each track what you want the background LED Ooh, and the step. See, notice that's... how this is kind of weird, like. I think this is a bug where you can't change the background one, but it'll change depending on some of the settings. Mm. So I know he'll they'll get that nailed down. Um, but yeah, it's like the UI is straightforward. He spent a couple years now working on this thing, and I feel like he's fucking close. Like it's yeah. it's not like some far off thing. He's gonna nail it pretty soon. So you've you've kind of gotten in bed with like another like other person's crazy life project. Yes. <laughs> like <laughs> once again. <laughs> <laughs> so if any listeners have a crazy life project that they want someone to become heavily invested in, hit up Nick. This is like, I'm kind of fucked up in the head and <laughs> I can't stop myself from doing this. There's another one. I'm going to get fucking model samples too, which I'll talk about. And I just saw someone today who was like, yeah, I can crash this thing. Uh, <sighs> fucking sequencer disease, man. <laughs> but yeah, overall, like pitches are great. Like everything's been solid that works. I've had a few crashes, but I've also been getting like just sequences that i haven't gotten out of other gear it's a joy to use to be honest you can do like i, I don't who knows where he's going to take it you get a lot of reset options too you can have it automatically reset at the end like reset every three beats every four beats so how many tracks in total is it there i think it is eight tracks huh. yeah you get eight parts and is each part color coded then you can change the color coding for each uh, part okay it i get it I get and then it. you get like presets for each part so that's really your sequences are like a preset so this part will be like i'm going to always send out of midi channel three out of midi output two or something like that or cv output you know 
CV pair this pair. Um, and it'll just kind of hold that, and then you can change a preset, and that's just a different set of sequences and multipliers mm. and all that. So shit. how do you uh, save and load in this? Oh, good question. So one thing is you see that little disk there. Mm-hmm. It's always um, saving some things, I think, but if you hit Shift and Save, it's just Save Project. And at first I was like, what are all these little lines? Oh, they just correspond to these numbers. So you can edit them real quick. Oh. Hit Save, and there's actually... Um, an SD card, another SD card in this system behind it that's saving everything. And this USB plug, you plug it in and it's just like a disk drive on your computer. Oh. So you can back up everything. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. And this is USB host, um, which actually did, I tried it yesterday. You can plug, I have that Akai yeah. LPK25, plug it in and you can fucking record right away. Which brings me to another one of the cons. So this doesn't do real-time recording right now. Even though you think, mm-hmm. what the fuck? It records from the MIDI inputs, um, but it's just like SH-101 style. Okay. Where it's like picking the notes and it's going to move you to the next note. So it's not like I kind of need it to be real time eventually because mm-hmm. the pyramid I'm used to like, I'm going to make this sequence, quantize it, and I'm fucking done. I don't have much mental time that I want to spend like doing step recording. It's not how I work. Um, unless I'm like doing a 101 style thing. So that's something that needs to be improved. I think I would, I thought it had it built in. Oh, and you can also do this shit too. Um, so down here you get shift and you can just generate a new sequence, generate a new sequence, or you can pick all these rules to evolve the existing sequence. And you see how it's just moving certain things. You can set the percentage that you want it to evolve a pattern and then dupe those out to other things, which is like super fucking exciting. So wait, are you going through major and minor chords? Like how is it determining yeah. what the next note's gonna Good be? Good question. There is a, you can send chords out of this. There's a chord part, um, but I think if I can find it, Looks like you've gotten pretty deep in a day, man. Yeah, I've, I've, I've you're bouncing around it like no problem. I've been uh, spending some time on it for sure. But what the fuck is that? But yeah, you can set the amount that you want it to evolve and certain rules that you want it to like kind of obey. Yeah, there's all these shift functions like you can really quickly to just like shift a sequence back and forth in time. Um, Ooh, which is nice. Yeah, the ratcheting shit's really cool. That's fun. You only you could just get like ratchet number per step. But yeah, it's like. I'm super impressed. Even with some crashes, like normally, I would, I would probably sell like something that crashes now unless someone was like, yeah, this is really beta, but I'll persist with this until he gets it working. I'm sold. We met him at NomCon. Yeah, Jim Coker. Yeah. Real yeah. real cool dude. Yeah. Um, he gave me a great demo of it at NomCon, and that's part of what kind of sold me on it. And eventually this will load numerology sequences. Jim, he makes numerology, the software too. Um so shit, if that eventually happens, I would. <laughs> I have a Mac now. I never used to have a Mac, so I would try numerology. Hell, I don't know. It looks like all the best features of some of my favorite Euro sequencers all yeah. packed into one with more tracks and mm-hmm. more functionality. You know, totally. And I, I think he nailed it from that perspective because I know I've been on his website and forum now a good bit, and you can see two years ago someone was like, "Oh, check out the pyramid," and he mm-hmm. was like, "So these are the features you want, huh?" And they're like all in here. Nice. <laughs> I never expected to see like a Eurorack sequencer become as powerful as like an external one, you know yeah. what I mean? Or be like the heart of any setup. Like they always just seem like they're designed to be auxiliary sequencers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or to just handle one part in your setup. But this thing looks like it can handle a lot. I'm thinking, and I think with the expander and this, I think it might fit in the biggest 4MS pod. It's not too deep for the 4MS pods? Because they're no, pretty shallow, it's, it's right? really flat. Okay. It's like one board behind it. I don't know, and he has such experience, like he's been working on numerology for like 20 years now, mm-hmm. like I don't have any doubt that he's going to finish this out. 
Does he have any help? Or is it just all him? Good question. I don't know. He's the one who really responds to everything, mm. but he kind of refers to like the team, the Final okay. 12 team. Right. So I know he's like building these himself. I don't think it's not like pick and pluck. I will have yours ready in the beginning of February, like two months ago. Mm-hmm. And like this, not that Monday, the first week yeah. of February, he's like, I'm going to ship this and you'll have it Wednesday. I don't know though. I mean, we're all, all three of us are cat people and we probably have referred to <laughs> sitting upstairs with the cats as the team. So yeah. it is possible. It's just him. <laughs> So yeah, Vector Sequencer. Definitely worth checking out. Yeah, yeah. Super into it. I'm also wondering how many people, this might be the first time they're even hearing about it, because this does kind of seem like it's under the radar. Yeah, there may be like 20 of these out right yeah. now, I think. Are they like available now, or are the ones that are out in the wild now, have they been on like pre-order forever, and it's, they're just doing them in small batches? It's been low-key, like you've got to email him, and then he'll say, oh, you want one? Like, pay right now, and then I'll give you a date. And that's how it worked. I'm like, send him the money. Um, and he said, all right, you're top of February. Because I waited for a little. Mm-hmm. I was like on the fence and I saw some video. I'm like, Fuck it, I'm doing it. Um, That's how that Tachyon's uh, thing I got was. You, I emailed oh, him. Yeah. He's like, I got, there's four or five people in front of you. You're on the list. You're after that. And it'll be, I'm not going to give you a date. Like it was that level of just like, yeah. we'll get to it, dude. I was like, That's cool. I, I can get behind that. Unless somebody else wants to go, I'll start it off with this. Yeah, go for it. Tribute to model samples, the new electron device. Um, I have high hopes in some ways because I think it might be like just all the shit I want from an electron device pulled out into no menu screen. Um, I like the rhythm a lot. I find that I don't use the scene functionality or the performance pads as much as I used to. Maybe that's just a habit that I've got to break. Um, So that may be the case, but model samples is more expensive than it should be for sure um i think it's like 410 or something mm-hmm. like that retail like that, right? so it's comparing with the new electribes i feel like yeah. the, those new electribes which can do more on the surface but i almost hope that electron starts to make some more devices that are not neutered and stripped down but are a little flatter and not as much like hierarchy and depth for certain things because um I've seen some videos of people using it. And what kind of sold me was how fast you can change, like start and end points on a sample or like radically change the sound without having to like page over and be like, Oh, I'm going to go to the effects now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like the new, like the control all functionality that used to be on the machine drum, like mm-hmm. hold down one knob and affect yeah. everything. The, now it's like, Oh, that makes perfect sense on this setup. Like I'm going to filter all the drums down or I'm going to pitch everything on here down or change like the end point so that everything gets really short. Um, and I can kind of get down with that. And mm-hmm. it's also got, I don't know if I'll explain this well. So on the rhythm, you have start and then length as your second parameter on a sample, which is different than start and end point. Um, there are certain effects, like the Digitac does start and end point. So if you want to do that kind of like, um, I like those IDME, like repeat a note really quick and then change the length so it kind of stretches out. On the yeah. rhythm, it doesn't quite hit the <clears throat> end of the sample quite the same way. Mm. And on the Digitact and on apparently the model samples, it just kind of does it the way it does, I think, in like simpler in Ableton, which is like where I've used that trick a lot. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. I hope that it's something that they just kind of fucking nail and they don't have to update it. But then yesterday it was like some dude 
working through it and he just hit like the play button again and the whole thing just locked up and you couldn't even hit the power button and turn it down nice oh, oh okay um yeah yeah that's always scary to see yeah granted you know nobody has it yet the only people that have it are just beta testers right mm -hmm. now but i'm hopeful for it i hope that i like it enough that it's like oh no i want to keep using this thing so we'll see i'm going to give it a shot because i'm super intrigued by the simplicity of it and it's like the stuff from them that i like it could be a total lemon though when i saw the feature set i i, I want to like it you know yeah but it's from electron so i'm kind of <laughs> like i, I don't want to like it i know it's going to be you know expensive and probably limited you know yep. in the ways where i don't want it to be limited and then like overly complicated where i don't need it to be and shit like that's just my electron experience with yeah. everything aside from the fucking machine drum so i i don't it, know it does look like though there's a little nothing nothing complicated about this yeah the no. screen's it, even been simplified like there's like two, you know two arguments and and some text i mean even the digitac still has a learning curve to get into the, like the electron way of doing things mm -hmm. where this is a, a a big step away from again like the electron way of doing things yeah yeah it should be like in i've seen people say like oh if you know an electron piece of gear you're gonna this is gonna be like a half hour and you're good kind of thing we'll see yeah i mean i, was, I watched a couple of videos it did remind me a bit of like the machine drum more so than the digitac did and so like i guess if this format is successful we could probably see a future drum machine yeah. coming i would yeah, assume i would hope yeah well, I don't, I don't, it might have been you who said the idea that this might just be the first of a new model series. Right. I would think so. If so, they're going to use the colon and everything, it's, yeah. it's weird unless you're going to make model FM next or something. Which, I mean, that, that That's, is the pattern. But they did just make yeah. the Digitone. Yeah. So. Well, they just made the Digitech. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, this is just like... A more flat laid out version of that yeah. you know and that's what's pissing people off because there's right. still like digitact issues that mm -hmm. are being worked on overbridge has been worked on for two and a half years now if not yeah. four or five yeah. um so people are like oh you're gonna work on a new product it's you know the thing that kind of annoyed me right off the bat was i saw that they implemented track multiplication yes they did and that's still not in the digitax yeah. i'm like yeah. are you kidding me only the octatrack and the model samples can do it yeah and they get they're frustrating in that way like and it's this one has velocity sensitive pads but none of the you know they're always like mixing features around and it's yeah. kind of frustrating it's like haven't you learned like don't you just want to <laughs> nail it even the digitact was a step back and now the model yeah. samples is like a step back from that yeah yeah uh, i don't know strange yeah you need better programmers <laughs> i mean it doesn't seem like you know it's a programming issue because they solve it on one machine i refuse to believe that it, that, that can't those algorithms that those ideas can't be ported then right to other things and uh I'm not going to be convinced that it isn't anything other than a conscious decision not to share this functionality across the things. I'd have to agree. Yeah. I mean, they have the space in there, right? Yeah. Like they could have designed no, it in. Yeah. It's not impossible. They made one of those as like a little mini mono machine. I, I would probably jump on it more so. That would be cool. Than uh, any other, you know, well, maybe, that's the, maybe that's the next one. That would yeah. be sweet. People yeah. have been asking for it forever. Mm-hmm. You know? I was tempted by the digitone. I was like, well, this could kind of be like a part of a mono machine. Yeah. But then I was like, I don't know. I just... See people loving that thing. I'm... I've seen so much praise for that thing. Almost so much that it's like, oh, I'm never going to touch this thing because everybody's on that shit. Yeah. yeah. But well, not you... that there's sounds in there, of course. 
you know, generally my experience with FM programming is like you're 90% garbage most of the time. Oh. And then you hit the 10% and you're like, oh, okay. And then, and then you're always on the cusp of calamity. Yeah. That's always, and that's, that's what's really exciting to me about FM and working with it. I feel like maybe they've come up with, come up with something where those mistakes are either impossible or less likely. Mm. And a lot of people are gravitating towards it because it may have a lot or no sort of like bad FM scenarios. If it had more tracks and a more functional sequencer, I would grab a Digitone in a second just really? as an yeah. FM drum machine. You know what uh, I mean? Like yeah. that was some of my favorite machines in machine drum was the FM yeah. no parts doubt. and FM same hats. with mono machine. Yeah. Yeah. And there really isn't a real good FM drum box out there right now or, or a groove box, I should say. You know what I mean? There's DX200. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's the Nords. So I, I feel like they could have nailed that niche market you know yep. but mm-hmm. i don't know it's just not there you know maybe that's the next model would be model like fm drums or yeah. something i yeah. could see that i'd be into it maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> more so than the sample i just feel like there's so much competition right now for little sampling devices mm-hmm. and even big sampling devices where i don't really see what need this thing is filling exactly but i don't know i saw some a lot of people complaining on uh, Muff and also in Gear Slits about the model samples not being able to actually sample. You yeah, actually can't, can't record into it at all, which is kind of strange. But I'm going to put it out there. I don't think that would be a deal breaker for me. me I either. honestly yeah, don't sample into my Digitac all that often. Yeah. What I do is I will record a lot of stuff into, like, uh, into a DAW mm. and then chop that up and then just load it onto the Digitac. Sure, the yeah. actual real-time sampling, I've done it. But it's a lot easier to just Jeez. do it on. Yeah, it's, it's so it much is. easier to do it on a DAW and just boom, just throw it on there. And if that helped them cut some cost in hardware, I don't think that's a big deal. Yeah. I'm going to put that out there. People are probably a little bit more okay with loading samples on than recording. Yeah. That's my speculation based on my own preference. But, mm-hmm. but I see where you're going with that, Greg. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And I respectfully disagree. I just wanted an, another reason to complain. <laughs> Did you, you so you didn't see the Schwaman quad attenuator? That was on reverb, right? Quad attenuator from Schwayman. Mm-hmm. Active attenuators with bias switches for $2,500. Holy yeah. shit. Like rare. Labeled like rare. You're never going to. This is the same dude who like. It's a fucking like, attenuator. Yeah. If I would have kept the uh, VCO2RM, that goes for like $1,500. Bucks. If I would have kept my <laughs> MF2, dude. Yeah. Oh, I saw that's man. going for like over two grand now. Uh-huh. I was like, wow, 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 wow. I forgot you had that. For a brief time, yeah. 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 I liked it, but then I decided like I liked the MF6 better, so I like mm-hmm. downgraded. It was smaller, cheaper. It just wasn't stereo, but it did the job. It had yeah. great sound, but that new filter they showed off. Actually, is it even a filter? It was, it's just like a saturation. Oh, they have uh, they have the new like mini synth. No, no, no. Voice. This is this is something new. It was announced around NAM. I don't know if it was announced yeah. at NAM, but it's it's like a shit. I wish I could pull it up, but I don't even know what to search for. But it's essentially like a, a multi-saturation circuit. It's based off of the saturations from MF6 module and stuff. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's 
They have cre- they have like, it's like an amp slash quad multi-brand compressor and shit. Now. I think this is a quad as well. It's yeah. like a quad saturation thing. It's like oh, it might be the big ass filter. Like it's like four. Yeah, it's like four mmf sixes. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what um blow mm. on like oh, okay. all the time and like surgeons live set would had that thing in there. He's like, yeah, I filter everything with this. I would love that. It was, <laughs> yeah, it's like unobtainium. Yeah. But yeah. But this was like a newer version of it. Like it's, I think, something that's like coming out. Yeah, they've got a bunch of new stuff. Yeah. Like new, um, the bass drum BLD. They've got a second version of that. Saw that too. That's yeah, it's coming out. Um, a few other things. They've been they've been busy for sure. But it's just really hard to get it because they make it all by hand. They're like, we have no interest in doing like mass scale production. Right. I, anytime I see anything Schwaman now, I, I just glance at it you know yeah, i don't want the temptation yeah. you know and i'm just like oh yeah i'll just scan the features and be like yep i could use that but yeah <laughs> i ain't gonna look at it any further so it's slightly off topic but not quite i guess yeah odd ticker yeah releasing those live sets a slew yeah, of them yeah like 19 yeah yeah <laughs> different live sets on their website and truly different like they do like there's a there's a wide variety of stuff I've, I've gotten through four of the tracks so far yeah yeah every track has like enough variation yeah to warrant like listening to i guess it's, it's not like 19 different you know versions of the same set basically yeah yeah my favorite so far is the miami set i feel like that was a really rock solid set from start to finish i don't have a lot of comment mostly because i think everything they do is amazing so there's zero surprise it met my expectations, and it's amazing. Like, See, I'm, I'm not like a huge fanboy of them. Like some of their stuff, I absolutely love, and I have since you know the '90s. And then mm-hmm. there's other stuff which is just completely like passable for me. Yeah, like I'm over saying. the years, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like what? Like what? Like what would be an example of something that didn't hit you? Honestly, the stuff that is more structured, I like less. I, I like mm-hmm. it when they get really experimental mm-hmm. sounding. You know, when yeah. they get abstract. The stuff that sounds and I know it's not truly generative because I've read, you know, the interviews and all that, but the stuff that has that generative feel to it mm-hmm. is always more interesting to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I get yeah. in a certain mode and I want to hear that type of stuff. The, the, the stuff that is more like beat oriented, I'm just, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of boring because mm-hmm. there's not enough elements to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, it, does that make any sense? Yeah. It's hard to explain. Totally okay. Yeah. But yeah that's that's my take on it and i feel like these live sets are some of it's it's like a condensed version of the stuff that i do really enjoy from them Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's just a solid set from start to finish i feel like it translates better to my ears more so than some of their albums you you know what i mean like it's just it's top notch in my opinion the live sets i've seen from them and heard like it forces them to be a certain type of way that i think works well for what i want to hear yeah Um, because some of the stuff like my complaints are generally like, oh, I feel just nothing from this, nothing mm. at all. Mm. Um, and it's like, I hear what you're doing. I have no idea why I'd listen to this again. After I listen to it, I can't even like remember anything. And yeah. some other stuff, it's like, oh, no, I, that'll stick with me. I can even remember certain parts of the live sets where it's like, fuck, mm-hmm. that was it. So that's my, like, sometimes I just feel like I, I'm not feeling a thing from it. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, I'm sure that they are. It's just me yeah. um, reacting to it. So. I feel you. And you've seen them live in person, right? Yeah, twice. Nice. First on the Electron tour, which was great. And then in DC when they were right after 
two albums ago when they were like Max MSP live set, and that was mm. like total head fuck. Especially because they do like mandate like turn off all the lights, and it's yeah. like it was super disorienting <laughs> in this beautiful way because the time was just being dissolved pretty well. Just wanted to mention that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, man. Yeah, yeah. I got to dig into those. I haven't really yet, aside from just some cursory scans. Nam 2019. Yes, that's coming. Yeah. I mean, notes are good, but I think one thing stands out above everything else that we don't need notes for. It's just it's in our heads, right? Everyone's excited about it. MIDI 2.0. <laughs> it is thrilling. I don't even know any of the differences. Thirty years serial. of anticipation and hype. It's more than thirty, isn't it? Probably. It's probably in like. I think Mitty's as old as me. I was going to say, it's probably getting close <laughs> to my age, yeah. Yeah, I did take a couple notes of the differences. It was really hard to decipher the differences reading like the, the press release. But <laughs> one, one, I just love the idea of the press release. It was ridiculous. But like eating through that without cracking up. Oh, man, I saw footage of like some of the people like chatting about it in a conference and like people were just losing their shit about it. Like wow. these like engineer dudes sitting in front like, you know, Mouths open wide, like wow, you know, it was like, like crying, like they're watching the Beatles. Yeah, you know? dude, yeah. Like, some people are really excited about this. But holy shit, um, I, wanna, I kind of want to talk to someone who's excited about this. <laughs> Couple things worth mentioning: it's fully backward compatible. Uh, it's 32 bit with 16 bit velocity compared to MIDI 1.0, which was 7 bit with yeah. some stuff that was 14 bit. I think yeah, the mod wheel or something. Yeah. yeah. And 16 groups of 16 channels. I hope it's parallel processing and not like everything serial and current <laughs> MIDI is not a great choice. Yeah, not sure. I didn't really have my head around MPE until just recently. You know, the MPE multi polyphonic expression or whatever. So, you know, the, you know, the micro freak <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. controller, like yes, it's, yes. and that, and you know, the rolly C shit, whatever it is, the mm-hmm. stuff that looks like a fucking Geiger-esque like, keyboard that's all yeah, black yeah. latex yeah, or whatever. Black bumpy thing. Yeah. So apparently you get like a control message for each note. So it means that the synthesizer can react to a CC or control message for every single note you play. Hmm. I don't know what I would do with that, but I can see like, oh cool, you get like expression or like you can yeah. change each notes like LFO. Okay. But I don't like, I still haven't seen that. It's gonna, like, that's <laughs> gonna do something there. yeah well there's been like alternatives to midi all over the place i mean it's been yeah, a, like OSC. a recurrent yeah osc was the one i was thinking of um and then, but there was other ones that are just like no matter how much they add to it the fact that so much fucking gear is midi compatible and, mm-hmm. and is waiting for midi signals everyone's still going to be confined to midi because so much shit has it this, this seems like a huge fucking waste of time that is literally polishing a turd. Because we've been working, <laughs> we've been working around this shit for thirty yes. years already. Like this thing has two MIDI outs just because, <laughs> like, yeah. and it solves the problem. All my sequencers have like multiple MIDI outs because it can handle that shit. I think a lot of it too it isn't just within gear, but within like computers. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a yeah. lot of in video OSs are considering MIDI like completely obsolete at yeah. this point and won't include. It. So it's like we need a modernized standard. I guess that makes in that sense. regard, yeah. Something that's not shit that can still handle your gear, so sure. the future doesn't leave it behind. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm refusing to take this seriously. <laughs> like, USB MIDI is like the shittiest thing it's in the so fucking bad. world. It's like, pretty bad. Yeah, it's a bad stack spec on top of another shittier spec. <laughs> yeah, like, and they're all different. And the, the, um, as far as like gear that has both, 
invariably that's what fucks up. Yeah, I USB. never use I, it. I never uh, use it. Updating my uh, Erica drum sequencer a couple weeks ago via MIDI was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fun. It's like. <laughs> Wait, over MIDI? Why yeah. Is, and you have to turn the buffer rate way the hell down in the software. To, so how long did like, it take? It took, a, ah, shit, I don't even know, like 30 minutes, and it failed, so I had to do it again. <laughs> and then it, then it took, and it bricked it, because apparently if one thing goes wrong, it just shits itself. Like, there was a lot of people reporting the same problem on the forum, so I, I'm glad to know I wasn't alone, because I thought I did something wrong or something. But no, it's just, it's flaky. And if if it takes the update, you have to wait. You can't like stop it in the middle of it. You have to wait right, for it right. to complete. Yeah, yeah. And then you can't do anything with the sequencer other than tell it to update again. <laughs> like that's it. You just gotta hit the key combo and it'll go back into like waiting for sysx dump mode mm -hmm. and you try again and you wait 30 Jesus. minutes and hope that it works. So yeah, it took me about two hours from start to finish to get the damn thing updated. But <sighs> I, I, I didn't know that going into it here. I thought there was a USB port like in the back of the module or something, I was like, surely I'll just plug this in. Yeah. Nope. Got to use the MIDI all the way. It's like, okay. It's another beautiful thing about the 301 is that you just put a zip file on the fucking SD card. You don't even need to expand it. It's going to deal with the zip file. Yeah. It'll like let you choose which version. You can reboot it. it right there. The sequencer one was the same deal. Like, yeah. It was an SD card. You just dropped the firmware into it, put mm -hmm. the card back in the module, boot it up. It would see it, load it, boom. Like done, or you could put an entire MIDI stack on your device just to accept updates. <laughs> yeah. I'm all about that uh, mutable audio update. Yeah, that's, that's fucking sweet. I like yeah. that. It's some weird black magic that yeah. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. I just like doing it, and it always says, you know, make sure you're not you don't listen to it on speakers because it'll blow your shit out. But of course, I of course listen to it every time. <laughs> I'm like, it's like listening to a modem. You know, yeah, it's yeah. Like, you just hear data. It's like uh. wow. And they didn't even take that long to dial it in because they're, they're like, you know, it's going to take you a minute to like get the right levels of the output to make sure that it's, you know, reading it correctly. And I'm like, yeah. oh God, it's going to be a nightmare. Second try, third try, it was super fucking easy. Like everything should fucking move to this. Mm -hmm. That reminds me of something. I just popped back in my head. Did you guys watch Bandersnatch? No. No, not yet. <sighs> All right. And I can't talk about it, well, I guess. Also, our <laughs> listeners might have not wa watched it yet either. Well, this isn't. We okay, could ruin it for them. I, I don't yeah, want to. This isn't like a spoiler. But, but the ending is. But it does happen at the end of one this of the endings. Like, this sounds like a spoiler. There's an audio sound that goes on for several seconds that is like an update sound. And I think. I don't know how you would record it or what it's supposed to be, but I think it's a game. That you can fucking like download through sound. Oh, yeah. Oh, because there was um, and I never, I haven't looked into it yet, but I was like, I heard it, like it was like at the end credits and yeah. shit. And I was like, oh, I know that sound is like, what the hell? Are, what is this? You know, and like yeah, I meant yeah. to look into it and I haven't, but because uh, people have done that before, like the eight bit construction set, mm. the B side of that or the A side or that was a Commodore program encoded. Okay. And so it, I'm on the right track and that. assuming it's yeah. like a Commodore game then or something? It could be, yeah, because yeah. that was because all they used audio tape yeah. as one of the drive formats. That's pretty cool. So yeah. yeah, one of the endings apparently has some sort of Easter egg embedded in the audio, and I, I just haven't had a chance to look into it, but I got pretty excited when I heard it. I, I mean, there's no chance that there's like a Reddit forum about this. <laughs> no one's talking <laughs> no. about well, it at well, all. Well, that's the thing. I, I'm yeah. sure somebody yeah, has yeah, already it's definitely been found it before me, but yeah. I, I just haven't had a chance to dig into it. But I just thought that was nifty. Oh wait, so do we want to talk more about Nam? 
Yeah, and you you briefly mentioned the micro freak. Do we want to tap into that? I mean, do we want to do we want to go hard and I I mean I don't know if I'm going to have super positive things to say. Let's tackle it this way. They were two synthesizers that both have mutable oscillator code in them that were in Nam. Yes. True. Both relatively interesting and both approached that in very different ways. Yes. Which is part of the controversy with the micro freak because they said it was a collaboration and that kind of pissed Olivier off. Is their name still? Emily, no. Emily, that's right, yeah. thank you. Um, that pissed Emily off. Um, which I understand, because that wasn't how it went down. And they called them and apparently apologized. Um, and now everything's cool. But Okay, so if Emily had not made a stink about this, or, or brought it up, or pushed back on it, they were, they were willing to go out there and basically lie, or exaggerate. Yeah. And only after called out, um, did they rescind or make an apology or you know, basically anything other than continue with this claim? That's a bad look. Um, it shouldn't come. It shouldn't have had to come to the point where Emily had to say, you're lying. This isn't what actually happened. Yeah. It's shady Mark. That's like marketing yeah. that pisses everybody off right there. Yes. It's like, Oh, you went over the top. Just been real about it. Say like, uh, we use some of the oscillator code from pots. Fucking done deal. Yeah. It's, she w didn't even make a stink about it, really. Like, people were asking her, you know what I mean? Like, publicly on... Okay, that's maybe strong the, then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, was, she just said they had, like, zero contact with me. Or she wow. said, like, I had zero uh, input on mm -hmm. this device. You know what I mean? Like, so they didn't even reach out to her, you know, in any regard. They just... Took, you know, they, took her then, code and, and said it's a collaboration that is with not mutable what a collaboration is. Yes. Yeah. yeah like i don't or, or, i'm sorry they called them a partner they said mutable yeah our partner mutable instruments yeah because they, they invited her there or something and they were like trying to pump her for info and it was not a collaboration and it was more like oh we're gonna do this thing and she was like okay like, <laughs> you're following the license as long as you follow the fucking license right, right. then anybody can cool <sighs> but they were trying to it seemed like they were trying to pump her for like oh so what's your next shit Oh, dude. Yeah. Can we get more code for free? Yeah. <laughs> Please? Yeah, there's more mutable models in this thing than there are anything else. Like, it's essentially yeah. a plat plates, plats, plates in a box, yeah. um, you know, with a controller. Like, it, it has currently 11 oscillator models, four of which are Artoria engines. That's all it says. Mm -hmm. And then seven modes. From mutable it's like so it's yeah a little bit imbalanced <laughs> you know what i mean like because that's what the korg mini log xd which mm -hmm. also came out so the korg prolog which is their big uh polyphonic analog synth has like up you can update digital oscillator models that you code yourself whatever so they ported that same functionality over to the mini log xd and then the weekend that weekend some guy like knocked out the braids code and like oh here you go like you can upload it and that's cool. They didn't really pimp that. They just have like an open source platform that you can update effects and oscillators. And yes, you can update plats or other stuff in there. So obviously they didn't try to promote it outside of just having a platform. It's mm -hmm. kind of a lot cooler. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, I want that. <laughs> so I got the monologue. And while it's sweet, it has increased my lust for the Minilog XD quite a bit. But I'm just holding on to the monologue right now, which is still awesome and I really like it. But that does seem like a better approach, a better way to handle the situation. Right. Yeah. 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 Arturia changed their wording on the website now. It says, our, friend, our friends at Mutable Instruments. 
And the only place it mentions it is when it talks about the uh, oscillator modes. Mm. I'm like, okay. It, it's a fucking shame, is what it is, because I really like this box. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. as soon as I saw it, I got hyped as hell. And before like this controversy left a bad taste in my mouth, like, it's it's an incredible little machine, in my opinion. They just yeah. need to like get their shit together. The engineering's solid. I think the marketing just ruined it, though. Yeah. You know? But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, Someone's going to get lot, one eventually. Yeah, there's going <laughs> to be a lot of people buy it not knowing anything about that controversy either. Yep. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that probably will be buying this have no clue who Mutable is. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But it's like 300 bucks or something. Oh, it's two ninety nine. That's ridiculous. It's, God, I wish I wanted that. I it's wish I could worth it for it. the controller and the sequencer alone. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, never mind the fact that you have like a whole, well, half a plates in there and uh, some inspired fil multi-mode filter you know yeah, analog yeah. filter got the whole matrix mod you got lfos it's like it, and like i don't know part of the micro brute and the mini brute that sucked was the crappy keyboard and yeah, how yeah, they yeah, fixed yeah. that as well you know it's yeah. like you got the sequencer you got the arp you got the touch plate velocity sensitive you know mm -hmm. yeah. controller it's it's got it all pretty much and you can just paint all those uh, goofy fucking graphics. I would tape right over that. Yeah, yeah no, it's, that's a big that strip is... of electric tape. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> right over that crap. Yeah, I don't even know what it's supposed to be. We were talking about that before we yeah. started recording. It, it looks like vegetables. And then like the the random knob or the random button, I should say, uh, is a, a hot pepper. Oh my I god! It's, yeah, it's yeah. got spice and dice on the sequencer <laughs> for for generative functionality, and it's a pair of dice and a hot pepper. 